Hello and a big warm welcome to you to the Aware Parenting and Natural Learning podcast with Marion Rose and Joss Golden. We are really passionate about practicing aware parenting and natural learning together and would love to offer you information and inspiration to support you if you feel called to practice these in your family too. Hello and a big warm welcome to you. My name is Marion Rose. And my name is Joss Golden. And welcome to the first ever, ever, ever episode of the Aware Parenting and Natural Learning podcast. We are so excited to be here with you. Yeah, we had this wonderful idea that we wanted to share more with people about these two beautiful approaches and why they go together so well. And we're really, really excited to be starting the process. Yes, and, we're, and what we love is it happens so quickly. You know, when, when there's that sense of there's just so much support in getting it out there because it was literally, I don't even know, maybe two weeks ago or something. It was like, let's do this. And then the sense of, oh, yeah, well, maybe we'll do it next year because we're both really busy. But no, we just had so much willingness. So we're, we're just really excited to bring this to you. And we hope that you enjoy it as much as we're already having fun doing this you know we haven't even started yet and we're having so much fun (laughs) (laughs) yes 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 so we thought we might start this first episode by sharing a little bit about our own journeys with aware parenting and natural learning so that you really get a sense of us particularly if you don't know us yet so that you that you can kind of listen into how that this has been for us so Joss you're going to start aren't you I'd love to hear how has it been for you what happened for you with these two beautiful modalities Yeah, well, I discovered aware parenting when my first child was two and my second child was a few months old. And it resonated for me straight away. I just loved so much about it. I loved listening to feelings. I loved seeing my son's tantrums as being a powerful release of of feelings rather than a manipulative or annoying behavior. I loved supporting my daughter to cry and release. And I just loved this piece around being able to allow my children to show up however they were and to be offering them unconditional love. And it just grew and grew. And I had lots of sessions with you and you helped me so much. Thank you for that. (laughs) And then it came time for my son to go to kindy. And even though we were doing things really differently in our family, and even though part of me really didn't want him to go to school, I presumed that that's what we had to do because that's what people did, right? And I remember the night before he went, I was standing in our room and I was at the bottom of the bed and he was asleep in bed and I was looking at him and I was crying, thinking, I don't want you, I'm not ready. I love being with you every day. I don't want you to go to school two days a week. But anyway, we found this lovely little community school nearby and we took him and he didn't want to be left on his own. He got very upset at the thought of being left there even though it was a really lovely small community. And so I stayed with him. And for that year, I spent two days a week at school with him all day with my daughter as well, my little girl, first of all, like as a baby, really. And then gradually, you know, running around more and and being part of the community as well. And because I was there every day, all day, I got to see lots of things that were going on in the school that I didn't like and that didn't resonate for me. And I want to start by saying that the teachers in the school were beautiful. They were well motivated. They deeply wanted to create. 
a beautiful community environment to support children as best as they could. But in spite of that, there was lots going on that I really didn't enjoy. And the more I saw it, the more I thought, well, why are we doing this? And as I became, as I thought about it more, I was scared to take the leap because I thought it was a, a, a strange thing to do to take your child out of school. And everybody else I knew really was sending their kids to school. So, but I started to reflect on aware parenting that I was so passionate about. And I started to think, hang on a minute, if I'm sending my child to school, then how am I really practicing aware parenting in the sense that, you know, those three core aspects of aware parenting about providing closeness and, and connection and a prompt responsiveness to your child. I, I wasn't going to be able to do that if I was leaving him at school. And, you know, and having raising your children with non-punitive discipline. Well, I was putting in an environment where even though it was a beautiful community school, it there was still discipline, there was still punishments, there was still shame, there was still, you know, angry responses to children when they behaved in ways that were challenging for teachers. And if I was looking at aware parenting and wanting to meet my child's needs, I realized that there were so many of his needs in that environment that weren't getting met, particularly needs for autonomy, for choice, for rest, for connection, for, you know, being able to eat when he was hungry, being able to go to the toilet whenever he wanted to, but also just, you know, those big needs for acknowledgement, connection, loving kindness and choice and agency. So I was thinking, well, that doesn't really fit with what I want to offer him from aware parenting either. And then this third beautiful aspect of aware parenting about listening to feelings and about supporting our children to release through play, attachment play and that kind of thing. I thought, well, I'm putting him in an environment where I'm not going to be there to support him when he has feelings to, to express and to share. So he's going to have to learn to bottle those up and to keep those in. And I saw him doing that at school. I saw him having experiences where he had big feelings in response to when one time, for example, he, another child was really very harsh to him and, and, it, and I could see how he was responding to that. And I couldn't support him to release those feelings in that environment. And I could see him learning to close down in response to his feelings. And that's, that's not, that was seemed so the opposite of what we were trying to do. And even though when he came home from school, I was able to listen to his feelings and, and play with him in a beautiful way. I knew that to the next day or the next, you know, in two days time when he was going back to school, it would all be starting all over again. And so it felt like I was putting him in this environment where I wasn't supporting him in the way that aware parenting had been teaching me to support him. And I was putting him in an environment where he was being subjected to stressful experiences frequently every day that he was at school. So it increasingly became clear to me that it wasn't a fit for us. And I actually found a book in a in a box of books that they were selling at the school to raise money for the school about home education. And I took that as a sign. And we went traveling at the end of his kinder year. We went off to have this wonderful adventure as a family in South America. And when we came back, I just realized that this is how we wanted to spend our time. We wanted to be together. We wanted to have this life of freedom and fun and connection without the interruption of school, without the pressure of school, without all the feelings that school brought up for my child. And so we pulled him out of school and we thought, well, we'll just do this for a year. 
and then we'll put him back in again. And of course, the longer that we did it for and the more I got to see my children thriving by being supported to learn in their own way and to explore what they were interested in and to be free to express feelings whenever they had feelings, to be able to play whenever they wanted to play with whatever they wanted to play with, the more I saw what a beautiful way this was going to be for our family. And so now my son is 18, nearly 19, and he's off at uni. And we've practiced this way all the way through. And my daughter's 16 coming to the end of this process. So that's some of of how I felt about it. But, you know, interestingly, when I go back and I look at the, the principles of aware parenting, Aletha's beautiful 10 principles, which I did frequently during the homeschooling process, whenever I had doubts or worries, and initially too, to start this process, I realized that, you know, really, if you go through each of those 10 principles, for me, those principles are much, much easier to pl- apply when our children are at home. And I know perhaps we could talk about that more when we do our episode about exactly why we think these two go together. But even just things like, you know, accepting the full range of emotions for our children, well, you know, that doesn't happen at school and offering our children age appropriate stimulation and allowing them to find their own way with learning you know that doesn't happen at school so even though they were at a school well he was at a school which was an alternative school and which was doing its best I just saw so many ways that it wasn't meeting his needs or mine and that wasn't supporting us with aware parenting principles in our family Mm, I love hearing your story, Joss. I'm just so touched. And, you know, what a powerful experience to actually be there for that whole year so that you really could observe what was actually going on so you could make a really informed choice from from really seeing what he was experiencing day after day after day. So, Yeah, and what the other children were experiencing too, you know, seeing because the other parents, of course, I mean, some of the other parents were involved in the school too, but lots of parents would leave their children and and go off for the day because they had to go to work or whatever else was going on for them. So, but I got to see how their children were, were being impacted by being in that environment too. So, yeah, it was very much a, a, a school-wide observation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we will be talking lots more. So, you know, you'll be sharing more. I'll be sharing more about because there's a wealth of lovely stories to share isn't there about the things that were wonderful and just you know the whole journey so we're going to be sprinkling those through and not using them all up in this first episode (laughs) are you willing to share a bit more about your story marion so willing to share and i've been casting my mind back to really remember the whole process i remember actually before even getting pregnant thinking when i lived in england actually before i moved to australia and i was thinking you know, there was a little Steiner school in the town I lived in. I used to live in Totnes in Devon. And I always thought, yeah, when I have children, that's, you know, that's what I will do with them. By the time I was, my daughter was born and I was practicing aware parenting with her, I was already like, oh, I don't know whether that resonates so much. And her dad trained as a Montessori teacher, although he never actually became a Montessori teacher, but he had all his Montessori notes. And so I went through all of those and really, really got into Montessori. So I think possibly if there had been, well, if there'd been a Montessori around anywhere near us, that the, you know, the, the nearest one was about an hour, no, two hours away or something. So it just, that was not a consideration. I might've considered that and had a look around and seen what that was like, but 
I think like you, and I think also because I trained and worked as a psychotherapist and for, for all those years had seen people sharing about the impact of their childhood experiences. And I was doing everything I could to be, to do to practice aware parenting in, in the most thorough way that I could, that whenever I thought about sending my daughter to any kind of, well, anything like I don't even know what they're called still in Australia, you know, whether it was kinder or preschool or any of those things, what I kept on seeing is still exactly like you were saying is that there were still punishments and rewards happening there. And it just wasn't as lovely as the experience that we were having at home. And I was like, why would I do that? Why am I going to do that? I'm not, I've not put all this effort in really to give her this kind of such a loving, nourishing environment, listening to as many of her feelings as I can to then keep putting her in a, a position where she's going to get judged or shamed or punished or rewarded. I just had such a big no to that. And it was just really, really clear to me that I just didn't want to do that. What else did I, I had some other bits to share about that? What else was there? Some other things. <laughs> so yeah, I just it was just pretty much a no, I think, from from quite early on. I did get really into Montessori in terms of the prepared environment and doing that at home. And yeah, we just had a lovely time. It was really enjoyable. (laughs) Oh, that's the thing I wanted to share. And I was sharing this with you the other day, Joss, about, you know, I had a really painful time at school myself and I experienced lots of painful things. And the the longer I go on this journey, the more I realise how the big impact that had on me, whereas I think for so many years, my inner work's been so much about you know, my family, but actually realizing, and particularly since we've started our Aware Parenting and Natural Learning Community, Joss, and that the module that we had on healing our own school hurts and traumas, that even though I've been doing so much of this work for so long, that I've really got to that next level of understanding how impactful it is. And what I realized for myself, even back then, is I, because it was so painful for me, for me to have at the time my daughter and then my son going into school every day and coming home and then sharing about what had happened to them and needing to cry about it not only being told what to do and not getting to choose and just all of that stuff but also all the painful interactions that happen between children particularly if their feelings haven't been heard and that happening day after day after day and then me needing to listen to their feelings about that I just knew that I wouldn't be able to do that there's no way I would be able to stay calm and relax while they told me about these painful things and cried about them so I just knew that I didn't have that I just didn't have that in me so it was like I'm not gonna, I'm not going to send them off to school because I I won't be able to help them heal from it because I still haven't healed enough from my own to be able to do that so that was also just you know part of it as well as just the practical things like I remember so often people would say to us like you know isn't it really hard and I used to think oh my god no it's just so much easier because I even the practical things like needing for them to go to bed at a particular time and then the rushing in the morning like you know we just didn't rush in the mornings for so many years until they started to get into things that they wanted to go to you know that they needed to get up at a certain time for but you know, and all the packing of the lunches and all the preparing mm. of all the things and just mm. like, oh, God, it was just so wonderful. And especially in that, that early, probably the first 10 years, so much just hanging out and having fun together and doing what we love day after day after day and just being together. It was just so enjoyable. So, mm. uh, yeah, and I mean, there were challenges and we will talk 
plenty about those. We're not going to paint some rose-tinted uh, idealistic picture. I mean, of course, there are there were challenges I found, but I'm so glad I made the decision. And so my daughter's 20 now, my son's 16, and yeah, I'm just really glad to have done it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I so resonate with what you're saying, Marion, and I'm so impressed that you, I was so inspired that you were aware of these things before she even got to that age. And so you knew that you didn't want to put her in that environment at all. And that was so clear to you. And just, yeah, that I really resonate with that. Having experienced it myself, that year of rushing out, it was only two days a week, but still rushing out of the house. And, you know, I remember that my son would be sitting in his pajamas playing Lego, which is what he loved to do. And that my son and daughter together and playing and, you know, sometimes it was difficult, but sometimes it was lovely. And but just having to add in that, come on, we've got to get to school. We can't be late thing into our lives just felt so stressful to me and to them. And I hated doing that. I found it so exhausting. And yeah, that that experience of once we'd started homeschooling, just to be in our pajamas still at midday. And it's like, you know, if you imagine all the wonderful things when you're on holiday, on school holidays, and no one's going anywhere, no one's doing anything, you're just relaxing and being and allowing the day to just become whatever it is that you want to do. It's just so much nicer for your nervous system and for theirs too. It is, isn't it? And I'm also thinking in the evening too, I remember so many times my children, particularly my daughter, she'd get really into something at 8 p.m. Mm. or something or 7 p.m. And, and it's like she could just keep going, keep going, being really immersed in it. it might have even been like maths. I remember many times it was things that, you know, we might see as more traditional learning and just wanted to keep going, keep going. And I love that they could they could do that. And I have one example that really is the epitome of it for me that we were out. It was a Sunday night and it was a, the whole community gathering for all the people in the street. And we were all sitting out in this beautiful green area and we're all looking at the stars together and we'd there'd been a little fire and you know hanging out food and then one by one by one everyone left because they needed to take their children to school the next day and I want to acknowledge as well you know many people do you know have jobs and need to get up early anyway and you know I think we're going to talk a lot about the bigger picture and the culture and you know the the hardness sometimes of of this you know setting up our lives like this but anyway and we were, it was just so, in the end, it was just me and my kid's dad and them. And we were just sitting there looking at the stars for hours and just chatting and looking, learning the different names of the stars. And I just thought, to me, that was the epitome of it. That here is us, you know, all learning, actually, all learning at the names of the stars and what they were and having these beautiful conversations. And actually the learning that was missed by needing to go to bed early to get up to mm. school, for school to, you know, learn about stars in books. That was kind yeah. of it for me, the epitome experience of it. <laughs> yeah, that's so beautiful. And I yeah, also really resonate with what you were saying about your daughter learning. And my son was the same. He would suddenly get really interested in something at nine o'clock at night and would be really, and th this was for years when we were homeschooling, but to have to stop him, no, come on, you have to go to bed now because we have to get up in the morning. And also that when he came home from school, especially because I'd been at school with him all day, I didn't have the time or the space or the capacity to really listen to his feelings in a way that he needed because at that time of the day, you know, the dog needs a walk and there needs to be fed and you, know, the, you need to get dinner on. And, you know, half the time because we'd rushed out in the morning, the breakfast still was stuff was still on the table and that needed. And there were just so many things that required my attention and energy. And because 
you know, a couple of days later, I knew I was going to have to go or the next day I was going to work. You have to put the washing machine on and all those other things. So actually, I didn't have the capacity to support him when he came home in a way that he really needed either without it taking too much toll on me. And yeah, I loved what you were saying about the freedom to just be and to allow life to just happen with you. And I remember so many times like we would go camping and it just would go camping Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and there would be virtually nobody else at the campsite or going to the beach and having the beach virtually to yourself because everybody's at school and how beautiful and special those moments were and how we could just do what we wanted to do and go where we wanted to go and just enjoy being together in a way that just felt so nice. And then that relationship just deepens and deepens and develops more and more. And you just get this sense of having this precious, special, extra gift of time to be together and to enjoy each other and to play and all of those other things, having made that choice. So yeah, I really resonate with that. Oh, I've got the hugest smile on my face. Yeah, I also remember all the times that back in those days, we'd go back to England every year and we, we could just go for months and months and months and be just like whenever we wanted to. It didn't need to fit in around any kind of other timetable. So there's so much, so much freedom, isn't there, to actually really do things that that, yeah, that the family really wants to do. So. And I do want to say, you know, if your child or children are at school, and we're going to be saying this all the way through the podcast, we are sending you so much love and compassion. And we, you know, I talk about um, emotional sticks. So this is not aware parenting. It's from my Marian method work. But we really invite you to not pick up the emotional sticks of guilt or self-judgment or any of those things. We're just sending you so much love and compassion because, you know, as we've, I think I'll speak for you as well, Joss, as I've, no, I'll say it, as I've come to understand so much of this is about conditioning, you know, the expectation, as you said, like, you know, school is just a thing that happens and it's just, a, you know, it has to happen. So to actually, you know, release ourselves gradually over time to see that actually you know, all the things that we're going to be talking about, about the wondrousness of natural learning. Yeah, it's a big, big journey. So, you know, whether your children go to school or you may be even thinking about not sending them to school, basically wherever you are in your journey and whatever you're doing right now, we really welcome you. You know, if this is helpful or interesting to you like in, in whatever position you are, we're really about not judging anybody or anything, but just so we're really wanting to offer just the information and our experiences in case that does inspire you or support you to maybe even make different choices to the ones you're making now. Yes, absolutely. We just definitely want to offer a lot of compassion and love to whatever feelings you are having as a result of hearing this and how interesting it is that so much of that tendency to judge ourselves, to shame ourselves, to guilt ourselves and to pick up those sticks that you described so beautifully, Marion, comes from our experiences at school where we were shamed, where we were judged, where we were made to feel wrong or to feel bad about the choices that we were making. So that's just an interesting layer that I'm exploring more and more as, as we get deeper into this in our community as well, that so much of the things that we find painful in our parenting and painful in our lives come from those experiences that we had at school. Yes, and it is such a long and ongoing journey, isn't it? I mean, we've, I've been doing this for 20 years, you've been doing it for 16, 15, and to, to where we are still learning so much about the impact that this has had on us and the extent to which the, 
those school hurts are there and the conditioning. So it's it's a really long journey. So wherever you are in this journey, again, we just really invite you to come along with us. And um, yeah, we, we're just so excited to be here with you and to share our own experiences from, from the journey that we've done so far. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. And we're exploring lots of different things that we might want to discuss in these episodes. And we, as you said, we will be covering the, the challenges as well as the joys of it all. So, And we recognise, like you said, that there are some families for whom this is very difficult for whatever reason. And there are also some families where children are in situations at home, which means that going to school is, is a, a better, safer option in that moment. So there are, we understand that there's lots of different circumstances, that each family is unique and that these um, two things whilst they do go together so beautifully are not always going to be possibilities for people yes and we also really want to say you know in terms of aware parenting that that many 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 thousands of families practice aware parenting whose children go to school so absolutely it is possible to do to do all of those things that we've been talking about and send your child to school so we really want to have that as an uh, of course and because there are so many places where that's talked about already, we really want this to be a, a special place where we really get to talk about how these two to really work so well together, how we're parenting and natural learning are really so complementary and, and our experiences of that. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, that there are lots of aware parenting instructors who've also chosen to homeschool. So, but yes, absolutely. It's about this space is about why these two things go together so well. So that's really the, the purpose of this series, isn't it? Yes, exactly. And even like, like we're going to be inviting you to can keep on listening into yourself so actually even after this episode if you go do you know what this doesn't resonate with me so much I'm really into aware parenting but not I don't want to follow the natural learning path there are plenty of other podcasts including our other ones that you that you're so welcome to listen to or or similarly you might be really into like a natural learning approach but not not aware parenting and there are a gazillion other podcasts as well so we're going to be inviting you as a on a meta level to be doing what we're really talking about which is really listening into yourself and making choices about whether you really want to be here with us listening to us because you know our time is so precious you you know all of our time your time is so precious so please you know see if this resonates with you and whether you'd like to hear more oh I love that Marion that's so beautiful yum <laughs> Yeah. Do we want to say anything else? Do we want to say anything else? I think just whatever you're choosing, whether you're choosing aware parenting or natural learning or aware parenting and natural learning, it's just really lovely to remind you of how crucial it is in this process to get support, to reach out, you know, however you're choosing to, to, to do these things in your family, to have spaces where you can share how you feel, to have spaces where you can share your worries and your concerns. If your children are going to school, have spaces where you can share how you feel about that. And if you're homeschooling, to have spaces where you can share about how you feel about that. But how absolutely crucial this is for you to then be able to support your children in whatever way you choose to do this in your homes to listen to their feelings to meet their needs and to understand their their needs and concerns I suppose so yeah I would really say that that has been so crucial 
on my journey with aware parenting and with natural learning and the aware parenting natural learning journey so all of those things I've had listening for regularly and been part of like-minded communities of people who share these passions and these these approaches and that has been life-saving I wouldn't have been able to do it without that so really encourage you to always be finding as many ways as you can to support yourself. Yes, it's so vital, isn't it? And I think because we talked a lot about this a lot in the community, because each of those things alone, aware parenting alone and natural learning alone are so different to what does happen in, you know, in our culture, that I think it's even more important because we're doing something that is so different that we really do get that support and 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 some sense of community because it you know it's really necessary to do that. And I'm reflecting back on that parenting with presence yahoo group in the days before facebook that i started up all those years ago and how this beautiful process and you you may find that you know if you're into aware parenting as so many of us were were really into aware parenting and then just naturally the majority of us just kind of then as our children got older they we just transferred that into also the natural learning journey as well so it does really flow on so beautifully from that so but the community is so vital the listening and the support is so vital Mm. yes yes indeed I loved that Yahoo group that was amazing back in the day (laughs) and now of course there's lots of groups including ours do we want to say anything about our beautiful community yes would you like to say something about that Joss so Marion and I have been running this year a community for people who are practicing aware parenting and natural learning in their families and we have regular connection with everybody in that community we've had lots of families be part of that process for the last year and it's just been such a profound experience I've learned so much and understood things so much more deeply as a result of doing this and I think we are both really excited about how this community is going to develop next year and so we will be opening the doors again for that at some stage and in, towards the end of the year but it's been a really profound experience exploring all the different aspects of aware parenting and all the different aspects of natural learning and providing this safe community environment where people can share this adventure together because it is it's tricky to do things differently and particularly around school because I found that often you know if I was talking to somebody whose children went to school I often was wanting to protect their feelings and didn't want them to feel that I was judging them by making a different choice so I probably wouldn't share very openly Or it could be that you did share openly and then you were met with, well, of course, life's hard. Why don't you just send your kids to school? That's what we all do. So it it is because of the particular beautifulness of both of these two approaches together. It is something that has required support from like-minded people. And I think this community has been really beautiful to provide that to us and to the other members. And I love what you said about even more clarity. And that's the beauty, isn't it, of this journey that we that we have learned so much in this past year, even despite all those years before that. And I, I think that's so beautiful about this this journey that it is an ongoing journey, and it isn't even just about those eighteen years of our of our first eighteen years of our children's lives. It's just an ongoing journey in the relationship with life, ourselves, and other people. Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing I really wanted to say is I think I would have loved to have had these things. I would have loved to have had our podcast. Yes. <laughs> I would have loved to have had our community. I would have loved to have had us. <laughs> like in those days, we often talk about that, like how amazing would it be able to be to be able to go back in a time machine and say, you know, 
we talk a lot about this to just really trust that your children are going to get everything that they need and they will clearly let you know if they need something extra in terms of learning things and actually just don't need to worry at all because it's all going to be fine just to you know we would have loved some of that stuff so we really are so wanting and willing to offer you the kinds of things that we would have loved to have received in the earlier days of our aware parenting and natural learning journey Mm, yes and that trust piece is like particularly important isn't it and that's what has made the difference when I was feeling connected to that trust throughout this process with the web parenting and with natural learning it felt so easy and flowing and joyful and when I lost that trust it was so difficult and painful and challenging so yeah that's such a central part absolutely yes 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 and we will be talking more about you know what natural learning is and you know why that and natural learning and aware parenting go together so well in other episodes so we will share much more and about all these things and about cultivating trust and about applying aware parenting principles to learning and all these other things so we look forward to having lots of beautiful and inspiring conversations about all these things yes we're so excited so thank you so much for joining us and we will see you in the next episode yes lots and lots of love to you all Yay, so much love to you. We have really enjoyed talking to you today and we hope that you enjoyed the episode too. We are sending you love however you feel after hearing this information. To find out more about Marion's work, you can go to marionrose.net and for Joss's website, it is awareparenting.com.au. We wish you much love and connection on your aware parenting and natural learning adventures. Mm-hmm.